Thanks for tuning into this episode of FinTech Focus TV, powered by Harrington Star, the global leaders in financial technology recruitment. Head over to the Harrington Star website where you'll be able to find all the latest jobs in financial technology across the globe. You'll also be able to download the latest issue of the Financial Technologist magazine, including the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Finally, if you're looking to grow your team, please get in touch. Enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of FinTech Focus TV with me, Toby Babb. We are here at day two of FinTech Connect at the Excel, and it is a great pleasure to have Nanika Nanda on the show. How are you? Thank you very much, Toby. Thank you for having me. I'm so pleased that, you know, finally we're talking. Absolutely. Well, I know you've been on Nadia's podcast before, and it's, and it's wonderful to have you over on this one as well. You've been the star of the show today, over the course of the last two days, I believe. Oh I think goodness. you've been speaking on numerous different panels. You've got another one to come later on today, so we're going to dive into a little bit of that, but also sort of explore your story and find out a little bit more. So, before we get into to, to numerous different subjects about what's happening in the world of fintech at the moment and everything you've been talking about, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people, they know me by this time. I'm Ninika, and um, I consider myself as a uh, leader. Over 20 years of experience in the industry. I have a very interesting story, very unique, very authentic story. Um, born and brought up a different country, which is India, and uh, where I lived almost 30 years. And moving to this country where I live with my family, where I am uh, kind of settled, you can say, although I don't believe that life should be settled, you know, <laughs> and uh, where I work. Um, throughout this journey, I have experienced a um, lot of, you know, different culture, um, diversities, as well as my life has taken me to different part of the corner of the world, which is profoundly benefited. So I believe uh, I, uh, wherever I go, I take that inclusiveness because mm. that's something which I feel very, very beneficial. And wherever I go, I try to promote that. I think that's a really interesting point to sort of start off on, isn't it? Because um, I know you're very, you know, I know you're very passionate about inclusion and diversity, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, diversity. Um, tell me a little bit about your, you know, where you see that benefit. You've obviously had a, a sort of you know, pretty spectacular career all, all the, way, the way through things, and I think that's been about embracing diversity and sort of, you know, creating those cultures that allow people to really thrive in it. Tell me your thoughts then. Uh, yeah, this is a very, very um, engraved, and I don't know where to start. But yeah, I know. it's a big uh, question. If I <laughs> think, uh, because you know, the more and more I deep dive. I have been uh, finding a lot of stories. And to be honest, before um, eight, 10 years, um, we don't talk much about this, yeah? Or maybe I was not too much uh, uh, being aware or not getting confidence or something. But over the time, as I said, um, though I have been in the industry kind of 20 years, been, been to different part of the country, but if I take back and think about my schooling life, yeah? So this is where, in the school, being the topper, being one girl, and all the other toppers, other people being, being you know, the um, male friends. So this is where, actually, probability has started. Yeah. Uh, I moved on, and uh, also being on the family, um, you know, being um, a girl. Uh, we are three siblings and one brother. Okay. Um, 
So when I look into all this thing, I now um, reciprocate and I can find that, yeah, this, the diversity and the inclusiveness should be, you know, yeah. brought as a first front. And uh, in the work, um, I have been, as I said, whether US or UK, European country or India, um, I see the more and more diverse your team, your leadership, your company, they are bringing, they are looking into this, it is more productive. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate, I have been so much surrounded by a number of male colleagues, male leaders, who have been um, deliberately um, bringing this in the, you know, from last um, yeah. uh, few years, making it as a first point in the company and trying to make that, you know, uh, gender bias, yeah, yeah. gender gap, or, you know, you talk about anything, you talk about a salary, you know. So uh, yesterday we were talking to your colleague Nadia, mm -hmm. who has passed me one, you know, voucher about the um, gender pay gap. Yeah. And uh, there are so many fantastic points and all. So coming to your questions, so this is something uh, becoming very much vivid and um, that's where, you know, I am very much passionate and being an ambassador of the women empowerment. We have community on the women in fintech, women of fintech. So a lot of communities where I do present and I try my best to um, empower my uh, female colleagues, female friends through the leadership, which yeah. is I'm passionate about. I think that's something which people have been, yeah, you can really see and feel that there's a community here that sort of is very passionate about helping each other and, and growing careers and growing leaders within the space, which I think then has sets the role models for other people to then come through and, it, and improve that perception. You know, when you're talking about childhood and, um, you know, it, it being, being sort of very, you know, particularly around, you know, I guess the, the IT sector has been very male, male dominated. And I think as we start to see more and more role models come through, more and more the doors open to that, that, that sort of play as well. And that support system, particularly through some of the work that Nadia's been doing, you can see, see where it comes through, that there is a real ambition to, you know, to, for, to help each other. And as you say, sort of changing the view of the world where people are looking to embrace that diversity, not because it's a box-ticking exercise, but because it's an opportunity for businesses to come out there and do a hell of a lot better and perform better with diversity of thought and diversity of thinking, creating better environments for people to thrive. So you mentioned it before that you've been, you've, you've been doing a lot of uh, speaking, you've been coming out there and, and sort of spreading the message and spreading the gospel a little bit. Tell me a little bit about what's, uh, what your conversations have been over the last two days here at Fintech Connect. Yeah, um, I think uh, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, speaking and talking about the things which I have already done, which I have been learning. And this is a great platform where, you know, um, not only share, but also learn. So that's how, you know, we can embrace the knowledge and what is happening around us and then you know move on yesterday we had a fantastic um, discussion on the panel with uh, other colleagues from uh, different other industry leaders uh, we talked about the fintech embedded finance bnpl um, how the technology is helping in terms of basically on the gng mm. and uh, how the innovation is helping um, everyone you know in that uh, payment ecosystem not only the banks the merchants the payment service provider and uh, the smes and uh, how the traditional way of if you remember um, to be honest if you go to like parents or you know dad and all they know only that you can take the money from the bank or you know you can lend yeah. from there but now it's not that on the fingertips it has been embedded in the customer journey that yeah. bnpl 
um, so getting everything in one package, yeah, and um, how this innovation technology in terms of like you talk about the AIs, yeah, you talk about the APIs, how this is giving a very frictionless, seamless customer journey, understanding the pain point of customer. Yeah. Um, and data, you know, data is the key, yeah. understanding that data and understanding the move of your customer and embedding that your product or services. So that is the key, that is where we have to follow the customer and uh, again, you talk about the COVID, yeah. yeah. This is something fascinating topic. The reason I'm talking, in the COVID, the customer behavior is really changed. Yeah. So we have never thought about the behavior. Maybe, you know, it would have come, but not so vigorously, so early. So COVID has given us number of use cases, brilliant use cases. I remember uh, during the COVID, I have been working with uh, Tesco, leading their transformation, product transformation for international uh, market, which is Ireland, Hungary and all. And quickly we have been identified the number of new use cases, working on the API, embedding that digital, you know, journey, digital um, features and functionality on the customer journey wow. and uh, serving more than 60 million of customers in the, uh, yeah, in the Tesco. So uh, coming to your questions, all these, you know, payment is vast. Yeah. Um, take and we're seeing such innovation in it as well. Oh, so much time, innovation. Right? Yeah. And all driven by that sort of frictionless process of making it easier for the consumer. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, there are so many wins that we can look at in that sort of space that allow us to sort of, you know, create an ecosystem that, that allows everyone to thrive. Um, in the, in the process, I think it's a really exciting. Exactly, we have been asked a question yesterday, very interesting, um, it is who is the winner, you know? Mm. Uh, whether the bank or the SME or the merchants or the customer. It's a great question. Uh, it is a great it? question <laughs> yeah. and I saw my panel, uh, you know, co-panelists coming with different, different ideas. Obviously, uh, it is all for the customer, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, creating that ecosystem and seeing everybody as a winner, Obviously, it is a challenging time for bank, but bank has been coming up with a lot of new ideas, you know, um, integrating with the, uh, you know, third parties and uh, integrating with the different uh, fintechs and all, and uh, making them more and more eligible to serve that customer or merchants and all. So it's like chicken and egg, yeah. you know. So who comes first? So it is like uh, creating that ecosystem and then following that customer path, understanding the data, and then creating a win-win situation. Yeah. So that that's very interesting. I think that, that, that I mean, if I was to, without wanting to sit on the fence too much, if I was to answer that question as I, as I was saying, I hadn't thought about it. You know, where are the winners? But I think if you get if you get it right, everyone should win in the process, and it's just a variation and a change in the thing. I think you know the, the original phase of fintech was all very much sort of uh, yeah the, the the uh, incumbents were wanting to swallow the whole thing, the whole thing and crush fintech, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The challengers were looking to come in there and attack, you know, the, the, the banking establishment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think what we've moved into is a world there where, yeah, the consumer has to be the ultimate winner in the whole place, but also you want to have a, a, an ecosystem where everyone's winning. And I think. Yeah, with innovation and with technology in the space, that's where we're heading. Yeah, so uh, again, I would like to a little bit uh, touch upon the, you know, doing the things in the right way. Yeah. So, you know, um, in my, uh, because I'm very passionate on the leadership, I still learn, I, I and whatever I learn, I try to share. So, um, learning is very much embedded in the, you 
you know, um, whatever you do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, doing the right thing is something, not every time we do the 100% right thing. So that is where, you know, um, throwing yourself to challenge and uh, this is where the innovation comes, and it's okay if it is not right from the day one. Yeah, yeah. But if you learn it's from right there, learn, yeah. see that data, yeah. what is coming, yeah. take that feedback, yeah. and and again embedded that in your journey. Absolutely. Uh, whether it is a service product or customer journey, and then you know um, go to the rightness. So this is where you know uh, basically understanding the market, understanding yeah. your. Um, customer understanding yeah. the competitors, yeah, yeah? and um, defining our USP, unique selling, you know, yeah, point, yeah. and uh, then uh, you may not target everybody 100%, but you can be stronger in your USP, and this is where you can win. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, look, it looks like an exciting time for the whole space in 2024. It's been wonderful sharing your views on it today. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say later on as well. Nico, it's been an absolute pleasure having Thank you on the show. Thanks much. so much for coming on. Thanks for and having me. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you soon on the next episode of FinTech Focus TV. Bye now. Thank you.